Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 591, recorded live on Sunday, April 7th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who paid some attention to April Fool's Day, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who paid absolutely none, Andy Lowe. Hi. Nothing? Nothing. I paid attention to nothing on April Fool's Day. But, but like, there were so many cool things. None of it. Absolutely none of it. You didn't, you didn't play Snake? Nope. Okay. Uh, on, on, uh, okay, let's see. Google Snake. Maps. Oh, okay. Google Maps made a Snake game. Was it similar to the Pac-Man game? No, you weren't actually driving along the, the roads. Okay. It was it was just someone made snake. Um you didn't go to Stack Overflow? Nope. So Stack Overflow had the like they they made the website look as if it was from the nineties. Nope. Including like using tables to organize the website. Oh jeez. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh I so I I usually use Chrome mm-hmm. for for my browsing experience, but I, I have a friend at work who uses edge and i i said like hey have you seen stack overflow he says yeah the sparkles almost crashed edge (laughs) (laughs) like oh shit because the the mouse left a trail of sparkles oh jeez that's just oh it's amazing that's just Um, wrong yeah (laughs) it was it was fantastic uh what else did i see oh there was the google screen cleaner that was supposed to clean your cell phone screen Mm -hmm. uh there was rosetta stone uh dog (laughs) was another good one that's a good one yeah evidently guild wars 2 i didn't see this one guild wars 2's website was tilted because the data center got hit by an earthquake yeah there were some pretty good ones out there it it was it was very much toned down this year So you didn't see anything, though? No, I was just too busy with work. <laughs> I just, All of the Think Geek stuff? Like, none of it. Nope. Paid attention to literally none of it. We, uh, I went to work. We came home. We went shopping. We had dinner. I mean, this is the Internet's holiday, Andy. Like, I, I get it. And that's, you know, that's your thing. You, you didn't want to, but like, come on, why not? I just, I, it didn't intersect my life at all, which was weird. Because it was like, yeah. you know, I, it was like April Fool's. I'm like, okay, so it's April Fool's Day. You know, nobody at, nobody at work tried to do any pranks. You know, it's, it was... See, that's, I think that might be the difference. I don't see April Fool's as pranks. I don't see anything on the internet of, of this variety of what we've talked about so far as pranking. I think it's jokes. I think that's totally okay. Like, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of pranks. I think I got pranked by NPR, though. Because NPR, when I was yeah. listening to the radio, had a thing about an Alan Greenspan uh, play in along the lines of Hamilton. That that doesn't sound legit. No. I, I Yeah, I don't think that's a thing, Andy. Editors note on April 2nd, 2019, this story was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Yep. So you did get one. I got one, and I'm listening to it going like, this is this feels like a joke, but they never actually said anything about it being a joke during the show. Of course not. Of course not. Gmail turned, like, 20. God, I still... crazy. I still remember having to, like, ask for somebody to get me a Gmail. Oh, uh, yeah, it had to be uh, invite only. Yes. From someone who has Gmail. Yes. And why did I not, you know, get a better Gmail name back when I could have? <laughs> Yoda QS23. No, it's 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 the other one. Oh, it's no, it's the yeah. It's not Yoda QS23. It's no. the other one. Well, cuz you were doing stuff with um Redscape. Redscape. Yeah. Lots of stuff with Redscape. That's what you used it for. Mhm. And then I realized it was a better email s- server than Hotmail. Better, yeah. Email server than everything at the time. Yep. I remember when uh was it Screensavers, I think. Uh, on tech tv <laughs> it was like hey we just Covered got our gmail. we got our gmail thing there we want to see if we can actually max out our inbox so send us you know just they were trying to max out their inbox by the end of the show with one gigabyte of storage yeah 
They're like, Good you know, luck. we want to see if people can do this. So, you know, here's the max size for sending, you know, an attachment. Try and, you know, fill up our gigabyte by the end of the show. I could do that pretty easily, I think. With a 10 Depends megabyte. Show. 10 megabytes of uh, email attachment size was the max limit back then, I do believe. So you have to send that, what, if it's 10 megabytes, you send it 100 times? Yes. And the way Gmail works, I would have just sent it once so that it was sitting on Gmail servers, and then I would have just forwarded that email to them 100 times. So you upload it once, and then you just make sense. Because no one's going to be able to, to upload a gigabyte of data at that point. No. But if you had just sent it as an attachment, 10 megabyte attachment, and then just like a, a loop or something to just click the right buttons. I still remember even early uh, Gmail actually didn't tell you what the email attachment size was because I tried <laughs> uploading a 20 megabyte file one time and it didn't tell me that I couldn't send it. It's like, nope, can't do that. You're like, why not? Can't do that. No, no, it sat there and spun. For like an, <laughs> and I'm like, why is this taking forever? This doesn't make any sense. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, shoot. 20 megabytes. Ah, giant file. Dang it. Too big. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Failure. But yeah, no, I didn't. I just didn't, you know, didn't do anything on the podcast last week. No. We, I was wondering if we were going to do anything. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel it because <laughs> I didn't even think about it until after we had recorded. I'm like, is there something I want to do? No. Nah, nah. Nah. Our April Fools was not doing an April Fools again. You know, again. No, we just we don't always do it because it's mm-hmm. not. We only do it if we have a, an idea that we really want to do. Yes, <laughs> which nobody has found in my hidden message in the Morris Code episode yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, there is yeah, a fifty dollar Amazon gift card on for anybody who can find my hidden message in the Morris Code episode. Huh. Hmm. For anyone, huh? Any Dave, if you want to participate in this. Audio processing. Uh, audio API. Audio API. Okay. I, I might I might look at things. Alright. It's out there. If somebody else can, can beat like yeah. A Morse code audio decoder. Mm-hmm. You can upload a file. Okay. Now I'm just waiting for Dave to randomly tell me what the hidden message is. Yep. Yep. That's that that might happen. Anyway, mm-hmm. I should not be allowed to win it. <laughs> to be clear, that's that's not a thing, but this isn't an official contest, so nope. Um, yeah. So that was last week. What about this week? Did, what what have you done this week so far, Andy? Uh, work. Okay. And this this weekend? Uh, we went outside a lot. Cool. Enjoying I, the nice weather. Yes, Isaac likes to be outside, and we got a new outdoor bin to store some of his outdoor toys. So we spent cool. we spent a good couple of hours at just outdoors yesterday. So that was nice. Nice. I replaced a sump pump yesterday. <laughs> oh boy! Because oh. a couple. A couple weeks ago, uh, one of the two sump pumps went out. That's normally uh, something you need to have running if you have one. Well, I have two, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of a rainstorm. Sump pump's just like, uh, nope, I, I can't do anything. Sorry. Oh, I did put on the mud flaps on my car. Nice. Oh, I need to get my tires changed. Yes, no, it's, uh, it's definitely not uh, winter anymore. No, 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 it's not. Time to get rid of... Well, we say that, and yet, a year ago, we had a snowstorm. <laughs> so, take that. Well, let's see. What's Madison, Wisconsin's 10-day forecast? Uh, oh, snow, three to five inches on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so winter's still actually here. Yes. Oh, 63, 72, 58, snow. Yep. Five inches of snow. 
followed by 45, 41, 49, 52, 55, 61. Okay, so it'll, it's got one more, and then it's, it'll melt. <laughs> Makes me now, I was Which is put- really sad, because I just, I, I was walking the dog yesterday, and I saw everyone with their snowblowers out, running. Like, they were, they were running their snowblowers, because they, they don't store it with gasoline in them over the summer. Which I never understood. We we always just left the the um, lawnmower with its tank of gas. Are you are you not supposed to do that? Technically, you're not supposed to do that. Gas because... gas breaks down. Ah, well, okay then. Thankfully, I don't have any gas powered stuff other than my car. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, the American Petroleum Institute recommends that gas is not stored for more than two years in an approved container without fuel stabilizer. So, yeah, no, the, uh... Oh, that API page does not exist anymore. <laughs> uh, Bachelor of Science in Chemical Engineering states that, um... If it's in an airtight, in a clean stainless steel container with little oxygen and is periodically stirred, gasoline will last for a very long time. Yeah, so various compounds within gasoline react with oxygen or get digested by microbes or absorb water from the air or whatever. Lots of things can go wrong, blah, blah, blah. So no hard tight rule, it says, but definitely, yeah, gasoline does go bad after a while. Yeah. Which makes me uh, think, I don't remember if I put any stabilizer in our lawnmower gas before we put it away last year. Oops. Uh-oh. Guess I better check that out. Yep. Oh, good. No snow for us. Mm. Just rain. Yep. Okay. So more snow coming for us. For you. Holy crap. What? Are you looking at the weather report or are you looking at something else? Looking at something else. Okay. Trying to find tickets for um, Endgame. Ah, so, didn't buy tickets yet. <laughs> well, that... Might be able to get tickets by Sunday night. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can... April 30th. Avengers Endgame. It's currently not yet rated? Hmm. I mean, sure it is. I'd rather not do a 10pm showing, because the, the movie is a three-hour-long movie. Yeah. I could do a 10 a.m. showing, but that's also when we record the podcast. I'm trying to give you a, a, a segue into a topic, Andy. Oh, sorry. I was looking at my own <laughs> movie tickets <laughs> now. Because we'd want to, you know, normally if we, you know, probably take the Tuesday after off. But right now it looks like our only two. We don't want to do IMAX because IMAX does not have the recliner seats. And this is a three hour long movie. I'm going to want a damn recliner for this. <laughs> I, hmm. So I have two options, either 10 a.m. or noon. Yep. I'm tempted to try something, which Wait. is that I'm, I'm looking at the, the seats and none of the wheelchair companion seats are taken. Ooh. And I, I looked at it. And if you click on it, it says, C is designed for a companion to a disabled person who is occupying the adjacent wheelchair space. If you are neither disabled nor a companion to a disabled guest, you will have to surrender your seat upon request. By accepting, you are confirming you understand this. So what's, what are, what's the probability that it actually will be taken? I don't know. It, it, that is an excellent question. Like, I kind of want to go there on, on opening night and, like get in line because it's all pre-sold yeah right and say like hey are there two wheelchair companion seats next to each other if so we would like those i don't know Mm, okay (sighs) so anyway andy (laughs) i was trying to give you a segue yes into my uh my not a rabbit hole my my new reading that i've been doing for the past i don't know is this uh, oh this is revisiting 22 movies? Yes, they started back on the 25th of March and they're revisiting all 22 MCU movies. Why didn't you link to like the main page or I, the first one? Oh, 
because uh, I don't know why I didn't link to the first one. I just linked to the actual tag. No, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. You linked to the Guardians of the Galaxy wrote to Endgame? Oh, no, okay. I, it's just the first one on there when you click on it. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not actually look at the page before no, I, trying I, to I chastise clicked, me? I just clicked on it. Yep, I just clicked on it, and it opened up. So is this a daily article? or Yeah, it looks like daily article. Holy crap. Well, they have to do 22 of them. Yep. And they're only doing five a week. They're doing Monday through Friday. Okay. So, you know, this gives you time to Wait, actually catch... They skipped one. Oh, no, there it is. Okay. I just, my eyes skipped one. I passed over Iron Man 2. I just scrolled up and just, like, it just wasn't even there. Oh. Okay. So so how, like, just that they're doing this, you just wanted to point it out? Yeah, no, I, I feel like, you know, if you got time, you know, you got if you want to read something during your lunchtime, you know, this will give you something. Plus, it's nice to actually, you know, look back at... You know, they, they kind of try and figure out, okay, how do, they, how do these movies actually, you know... Because Iron Man was 2006. Was it? No, it's been... Was uh, it even... 2008? Yeah, 2008. Yeah, because 10 years. Doy. Jeez. We actually, okay. watched, we actually watched Iron Man last night on TV, too, because it was on randomly, so... And it's a good movie. Yeah, I know. So, I know what I'm doing this afternoon, then. I'm just reading through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not really like news though. Like, no, oh, but it's, it's, it's sometimes we don't post news. We post, you know, neat things that we find online. Yes, that's, that is fair. We, we have been known to do that. Me in particular. Mm-hmm. You're like, you guys should see this. It's really cool. Uh, you know, it's not really cool. GameStop is losing a bucket of money. Yes. Like, wow. Yeah. The, um, 673 million net loss. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this is something you covered like two weeks ago when I wasn't here. They have a new CEO. Yes. So hopefully things may change. But well, yeah, the the other kicker is the fact that this six hundred seventy three million net loss also included the company's seven hundred million dollar sale of Spring Mobile to AT&T phone retailers. So they lost a lot more. Yes. They just sold Spring Mobile. Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's that's not good. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, here's a loss. And it's like, well, it actually could have been a whole lot worse. $1.4 billion? Yeah. Wow. New hardware sales were down. New software sales were down. Pre-owned and value Nothing. products dro- dropped more than 13%. Yeah, well, because no one buys pre-owned anymore. Nope. Actually, what did I? What did in the I, first place. What did I buy used on my birthday? I went to because uh, Isaac was sick, so it was right around my the week of my birthday, and I, you know, we were taking him out. Had to buy something at Target. Oh, I got. Uh, what did I get? I was with him in Target, and I went down to GameStop because it was next door. Waiting for the memory to process. <laughs> like, where was I? What was I doing? When was this? Why was this? Feeling the magnetic tape rolls are just spinning in my head. We'll we'll get there eventually. Nope, it's not that roll. Hang on, have to take that one down. Watchdogs, one or two? Uh one. Okay, I, I think that's the better one. Because you know, I I saw it on there and it was like three dollars. I'm like, you know yeah. what? That's my birthday gift to myself. Did you? Did you? I mean, that was almost a year ago. Have I played it yet? No. <laughs> really? No, I haven't yet. I haven't had time. Eddie! <laughs> The 360 is hooked oh. up to the TV, and that's as far as I've gotten. But but Watch Dogs is, like, the better of the two. I haven't played the second one yet, either. Right. Don't. Just play the first one. <laughs> it, it, for me, it's, it's the same kind of thing as, like, the, um, uh, the GTA 4, GTA 5 problem. Mm-hmm. In that Watch Dogs, I, I felt like I could relate to the character. Watch Dogs 2 was, like... Trying to be a white hat hacker, but not, but like, it wasn't, no, no, it, it was, Watch Dogs 2 was bad. Okay. I mean, it was fun, but the story just wasn't, wasn't as great. I much preferred Watch Dogs. Watch Dog or Dogs? I, I don't remember, I do, it's that one. I think, I think it's Watch Dog. Hang on. No, I, I think it's Watch Dogs. Watch, watch dogs. dogs. Yep, Watch underscore Dogs. Yep. Yeah, I have one and two. 
Supposedly Watch Dogs 3 is getting come out. Probably. Based in London. Cool. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably play it. I'm enjoying the series. I just preferred the story to the first one. Mm. There's, there's one section in the first one where you're like, well, I got to talk to someone and he's in jail. So I guess I'm going to go get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) And like, so you go and get yourself arrested. Like you, you do shit in front of police officers expressly to get arrested. Supposedly also looking at this one, uh, the next Assassin's Creed game is going to be based off of Vikings. Okay. I think they're kind of (laughs) reaching. I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty sure that like, even if there was a secret society of assassins, they, they didn't, there were never assassins in the Vikings. That wasn't really a Viking kind of thing. No, no, it was not. Still waiting for my, like, ancient China, ancient Japan Assassin's Creeds. Yes. Where are my frickin' ninjas? I want, yeah, I want to be a, a ninja or a samurai or, like, they're, they're, yeah. I still have and have not played Origin and Syndicate. I'm still, uh, technically, because I, I played a little bit of Odyssey yep. to get my free copy of now. Odyssey. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Um... Uh, when, when I left the series though, when I had played them in order, I left in the middle of black flag. And I feel like if I start playing black flag, I feel like, um, I feel like I'd have to start over from the beginning because it's like one of those things that's like, okay, yeah, no, I'm near the end of the game, but I don't know what's going on. If I get back there, I'll be so lost. Yeah. That does cause issues of, like, trying to go back to a game that you mm-hmm. haven't played in years. You have to start over. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't get a choice. You have to start over. Um, yeah. It's really sad, though. Or not... I don't know if it's sad or... or I have these games that I paid money for, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I what I started playing the other day? What? Legend of Zelda. <laughs> a Link to the Past. Oh. Randomized. That's silly why well how do you know where anything is how did, did you know where anything was the first time because you just had assumed that there was going to be a prize at the end of the dungeon no i mean legend of zelda link to the past was the first one where they like really hardcore said you have to go here then here then here then here which was the wrong lesson to learn for ocarina but it's it's what they did, and that, yep. So you go into the dungeon, and hey, look, the dungeon item lets you get to the next part of the dungeon. Yay! And it lets you kill the boss in the dungeon. Yay! Okay, but now I know where all the, like, I know what all the items do. I know what I need to get through a dungeon. But the item that gets me through the dungeon might not be in the dungeon. Honestly, I think it makes the game better. Okay. What is the squeaking noise? Uh, I think Kate is making butter right now. Making butter. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to that email. Um, <laughs> which will either issue a correction or a confirmation. Cool. Anyway, I was talking about Link to the Past randomizer because I was just pointing out, like, I have all these old games and, and haven't actually played them. Uh, like Civ Six, I have Civ Six, and I haven't really played it. I played it a little bit when it first yeah, came out. No, I have. I I also have Civ Six. It's literally on my desktop right here. Yep. <laughs> When's the last time you launched it? Uh. Does Steam I mean, tell talk me that? About, it will actually. If you go to the game, it'll tell you last played. All right. Hold, oh, look at that. Steam has to install an update. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> don't do it. It's it's going. Hold on. Yep, Kate was making butter. <laughs> wow, this update is exciting. Woo! I'm I'm waiting. I don't know why I'm waiting, but I'm I don't waiting. know why you're waiting either. I was it, I was going to talk about how Civ Six just added this new functionality because they released it on the Switch. Ooh. Which first off. What? Civilization 6 on the Switch. Remember how everyone was clamoring for a mobile Civ game? 
And people are like, oh man, Civ Revolutions is going to be amazing. And then it wasn't. Uh, but now they're just taking the entirety of Civ 6 and being like, yeah, we'll just put that on the Nintendo Switch. You want it mobile? Here you go. But the, I feel like a lot of it is, you like, I feel like you need a keyboard and mouse interface for Civ. Do like, you? That's how I do it. You know, I remember, you know, the F how key much, how and much the S the key and the space bar. For, for things like farming, for skip your turn. So, I mean, Andy, I could I could design a UI around that for a joystick and, like, two buttons. Oh, right. where you have your your mouse pointer technically, like, move around? No, for, forget the mouse. Like, you, you want, you have a worker selected, right? Yes. So, up means farm, down means road, post. A means confirm. Okay, how do I go and select the worker? I've got right six workers. Button. The right shoulder button cycles through? Yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. Or, you know, touch the screen because it's a touch-sensitive screen. I keep on forgetting that. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, the Switch is a touch-sensitive screen. Oh. Not when it's docked because it's in the dock, but when, it's, when you're playing it in your hand... It's a touch-sensitive screen. Laura called it Civilization Swix. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it's good. That's a, that's a good that's a that's a good one. Okay, Andy likes your pun. Thank you. Uh, what else we got? There's tons of stuff out here. Oh, oh, we we should we should mention the index. Yes, we now know more about the index outside of its one random picture online. <laughs> outside. Of it exists. Um, what do we know about it? Well, we know that it is coming out now on June 15th. Um, you have the option of buying separate base stations and knuckle motion controllers, now called Valve Index controllers, on top of any potential bundle. Okay. Uh, let me look at the other data here because Valve posted the data and then quickly removed it. But they stated, yes, they stated that the data that was on there was the correct data. Was accurate. Yes. That, can I say, that's really cool of Valve to do. Like, it was an error to put it up. They did not mean to release that information. But once it was out there and everyone was like, hey, we found this and it's got this information, Valve came out and said, like, that's accurate. Not, no comment, not, we won't confirm or deny, not, like, well, you'll have to wait and see, but... Yeah, we screwed up. Uh, that stuff went out earlier than we wanted it to, but what you have is accurate. Like, that's really cool of a company to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, system requirements are dual-core or quad-core with at least 8 gigs of RAM. Oh, okay. And at least I have eight. 8 gigs. I do not. <laughs> oh, I have 32 gigs. What the hell is my Steam password? <laughs> is it this? Say it slowly and carefully. No. Uh, is it this? No. Is it this? Maybe. Nope. I can't sign in. I don't remember well, what my password stop is. Stop trying. I know. I'm just going to reset it. No, don't just. Andy, it's not important right now. <laughs> but it popped up right in front of me. We have other things that we're doing. Okay. You're still going to do it. No, I've, I've stopped. Okay. Uh, graphics card is an NVIDIA 970 AMD RX 480. How do I find my graphics card? Um. Well, you Where go to... Go? Can you, is there still a DirectX uh, thing? Yeah, I have a 980. Okay. I have a G... So that, that goes past a 970. So my computer has a, a strong enough graphics card. Okay. And I could certainly upgrade the graphics card. I could add a second one and then SLI them. Because that's a I'd thing now, isn't just it? replacing it. Well, it's, it's been a thing for about 15 years, but... Shows the last time I built my own computer. I'm actually trying to remember the last time I actually built my own computer. I don't know. I actually just moved things around inside my computer, so I know that there's space in there. Mm. So yes, okay. we, we know that we know the specs, we know when it's coming out, but that's it. We don't know price. We don't know the price. All right, Andy. 
what is your guess on the price? Uh, what's the current price for the Rift S? Let me see what that price is. Uh, $400. Yes, I'm going to say $350. i am going to call it at $300. Okay. For the headset. Just for the headset. That does not include the base station. That does not include the controllers. Is that what your four hundred gets or three fifty gets you? No, I was just saying just for the headset. Yeah, just the headset. I'm gonna call it at three hundred. I think Valve might try to lose money on the set. Oh, have it as a loss leader. Yeah, they can do that. They're they're a private company, so like that sort of thing is easy to do. Yeah. Do I get points for knowing loss leader? Loss leader. I I I leave that to the great arbiter Hanselitz to decide <laughs> if you get points for knowing about lost leaders. We have mentioned that on the show many times. Oh yeah, yes. especially when that, we talked that about that is what the I was going for. Dollar Shave Club and stuff. But we'll find out in I guess the next update for information is uh May. May. So so here's the, the like conundrum. I have PlayStation VR. Mm. Do I abandon that and just say, well, Valve came out with this thing and I want my stuff on the computer. And if I do that, like, what, what do I do with the PlayStation? Do I just not use it anymore? Get rid of it? Sell it? The only thing I use it for is Beat Saber. <laughs> it's like Which the- I now have video of both my mom and dad playing. Oh, jeez. It's fantastic. They love that game. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, there's Sega info, Mini. Yep. The Sega Mega Mini. Yeah, which no one wants or asked for. Uh, the hardware is going to cost you 80 bucks. Yeah, I mentioned that no one asked for this. Yeah, 40 games. Woo! Um, yeah, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, Toe Jam, and Earl. Those are the three okay. that I know of. There's some, there's some good stuff in there. Yes. Um, Space Harrier was a good one. The the um, Altered Beast was a really cool arcade game, side-scrolling arcade game. The remaining games will be announced soon. Probably Sega 2. Uh, not Sega 2. Sonic 2. Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not buying that. There just wasn't enough on the, the Master System or the Mega Drive or the Genesis or any of them that I, I really was interested in. Yeah, we never had any Sega products in our house. So that that whole side of that yep. console era just never happened yep. for me. You were a Nintendo family. Mm-hmm. And then a, a PlayStation family. Well, I got the PS2. That was... So yeah, so it was Nintendo, Super Nintendo... PS2, Wii, Xbox. Uh, wasn't there an Xbox in there somewhere? Xbox 360. Okay. That has, that's my console progression. There was some Atari in the beginning, though. Yeah, 2600, then the NES, then nice. the Super Nintendo, then the PS2, then the 360, and that is where I'm currently at. I, I have the 360 as it's sitting in the DTV stand. Mm-hmm. I think with a Assassin's Creed game in there. <laughs> one of them. One of them. I'm not sure which one, but that is that is as far as I have gotten in the console generations. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Xbox, though, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Was ist das? Um, well, it's not official yet um, because Microsoft hasn't announced it, but somebody supposedly found the data for it. Um, where they're going to combine Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live subscriptions into a single monthly charge. Or instead of paying the $20 a month for both of them, they'll combine the two of them to a $15 per month charge. Okay. Which would make sense because Microsoft is most likely going to announce the all-digital Xbox One S um, which coming is soon. yeah coming soon. Haven't officially announced it yet, but everybody basically knows it's coming. 
Yep. Which is going to be a digital only Xbox. No discs. No discs. Just download. Just download. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. Weren't they going to do that originally with the Xbox One? I think so. And then people, like, scream bloody murder? Or was that PlayStation that was going to do that? Uh, it was my- Microsoft had some really ambitious stuff that they were going to do. They were doing things like uh, no physical media, always on connection. Hmm. But yeah, supposedly May 7th is when that's going to be um, the Xbox One S all digital edition, yeah. Interesting that they are not announcing that or releasing it alongside E3. Combine the Game Pass and Xbox Live. Okay. Uh, it's also going to have the digital versions of Forza Horizon 3, Sea of Thieves, and Minecraft in the box. But it's digital only. Yes. So when they say in the box, they mean like a code for them. Yes. Right? Or in the box, like in the Xbox, are they just already installed? Maybe they're already installed. That'd be nice. That that could be it if it was already installed. <laughs> Microsoft is also rumored to be creating an option to ship this discless console with games already pre-installed. Okay, there you go. That would be nice. Not to have to wait 20 minutes to download yep. it? I mean, you'll still have to wait 20 minutes for it to update. Yes, but not have to update and then download and then update the download well, and then download, download another update. Downloads the... oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I'm yawning. I had like three cups of coffee this morning. <laughs> and I'm still like, and good night. Don't know what to tell you. So here's a one. scary thought. All right. Um, certain devices that one one may often find in say a hospital yes uh the security on said device can sometimes be a little like lax yes like people's pacemakers getting hacked into that's that's not new news no what what is new is a a group of hackers who well sorry a group of computer security experts uh, who wanted to bring attention to this, and so they ran a, um, a a study, they ran a test, where they showed a bunch of oncologists CT scans, uh, radiologists, sorry, not oncologists, radiologists. So they showed the radiologists a bunch of like CT scans, x-rays, and, and other uh, image that they had had malware in the system. And the malware modify was i mean it's a very targeted piece of malware right oh yeah sitting there just to disrupt something uh and be like trying to steal your credit card no it was in there where if there was a positive result it would try to hide it it would modify the image to hide the result oh or it would modify the image to add a positive result Oh, jeez. When presented with scans that featured the fake cancer nodules, radiologists came back with a cancer diagnosis 99% of the time. When the malware was used to hide real cancer nodules, radiologists issued a clean bill of health 94% of the time. Oh, jeez. So imagine using this as like, now this is going a little extreme, but imagine this as an assassination attempt. This is... This is very specific and very scary. Yep. Oh, jeez. So I was going to say, like, you know, with the x-rays, you know, you could, if you really wanted to, go back to actual x-ray on film. But with a CT scan... You, you can't. You can't. <laughs> you, or an MRI. Yeah, you can't. They're, they have to be computer generated, so you cannot remove the computer from the system. Like, you could isolate the computer, but... That just means that the vector for attacking it has to be very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you make it an air gap system, still the data has to get out at some point. Yeah. Well, also, like someone, if you know, if you wanted to modify that machine, you walk into the hospital with a um, like a, a technician's uniform, mm-hmm. and you say, "I'm here to service the machine." You've seen sneakers. I've seen sneakers. I've seen Ocean's Thirteen. Yep. Social engineering, man. Ocean's, thir- Ocean's 13 did it the best, though, I honestly have to say. Have you seen that movie or no? No, I haven't actually seen any of the Oceans. Oh. Well, I don't want to say anything, because it it's a good twist. Okay. So. 
you know, it's, it's good. They take that and then they add another, they add that technician guy and then they add another twist to it. And it's like, Oh, that was good. Okay. Well, well don't spoil it. for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. Um, so, uh, speaking of other problems. Yeah. Um, so back in December, SpaceX launched a rocket that had 64 satellites on it. Okay. I vaguely remember this. Um, so all 64 satellites were deployed into space as designed. Um, but here we are in April, and more yeah. than a dozen satellites from that launch have yet to be identified in space. What do you mean have yet to be identified? Uh, the satellite operators on the ground have not been able to contact the satellites yet. Oh, no. So the satellite is out there, but they yes. have not been... Of the 64 satellites, 12 of them. So just under a quarter. Uh, actually, 19, or the over uh, a dozen. Okay, so over, why over a dozen is 19? It, 19 why not is... Just say, it is it is indeed over a dozen, but why why bother including that and not just saying nineteen? I don't know. That seems really weird. Okay. Almost twenty. Almost twenty satellites out of sixty four are currently still not cataloged. And no one no one knows where they are anymore? Well they have an idea of where they might be, but they're not sure. I mean they know who the customers are. Yes. They know what the satellites are supposed to do. Yes. 20 mystery boxes floating in the atmosphere. Yeah, currently all the satellites are being tracked by the Space Surveillance Network, but... So they even know where they are. Yes, but 19 of those satellites are still unidentified in the orbital catalog, so they know there's stuff up there. They know... Well, but so that's just where it is. They know what it is. They know who it's from. What's keeping them from cataloging this? They don't know which ones are which. Because they're so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're, they're all identical? But they're all so close together that it's hard to basically figure out which one is which. And, like, okay, I can, I can see this because I told you about the, the major changeover that we had in the radio industry recently, right? With the satellites? Yes. Where yes, I yes. I have to take our, we took our big, huge, you know, four or five meter size dishes, the big satellite dishes, and we had to move them from one of the old satellites to one of the newer satellites. And, you know, we're talking, we're talking big commercial grade satellites. None of these little tiny cube sats that most of these 64 things are. And, um, you know, being off by like the eighth of an inch or having your, you know, your angle of, you know, separation between the satellites was just ridiculous. And that's, you know, having the satellites, you know, in stationary orbit with nice two degree separation between them and that sort of stuff there. If you got, you know, a 20 satellites that all got launched out right around the same time, those are probably pretty close together. So trying to figure out which of the 20 is the one that, you know, you could send a signal up there and it'd be like, you you may or may not get your right signal back, but you won't know which of the, you know, 20 is your right one. So I could, I could see this, but this still, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> you still have 20 of them. They're like, mm. Wait, we're not entirely sure which one's which. We just have them up there. So are they just classifying like the cloud of them? Like, what do you, what do you do about that? Because they're all moving as as a unit, essentially. Maybe uh, I'm trying to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, nearly all, nearly fifty satellites in the launch were modified cube stats, so they all looked <laughs> basically the same. They're all about the size of a cereal box. Which tracking that in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. not the easiest thing in the world. So yeah, no, there's <laughs> a bunch of satellites in space. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what else do we have? Probably about time to bring this one home. Uh, what do we got? Um, Amazon is making a uh, hybrid drone where they will... Uh, to, to do deliveries? Yeah. It's going to be an unmanned aerial vehicle with an inflatable membrane. It's going to have a balloon inside the chassis, in the, which could be inflated to help it basically land quietly. Mm. I... <laughs> I'm thoroughly amused by that. 
Like, what's the number one complaint about our drones? They're too loud. Well, mm-hmm. balloons are quiet. <laughs> so there was one of them. There's two plans. Uh, one is to have a balloon that will, you know, retract once it's done back into, you know, you suck the air back out of the balloon. Yeah. The other one was having a balloon that is completely detachable, which my just thought floats away. How many times do we have problems with balloons floating away? It depends how big the balloon is. But yeah. I'm I'm less concerned about the balloon floating away than like the pollution of the balloons. Yes. They would have to be something that's biodegradable, but even then it's just yeah. I feel like this is that's just asking for trouble. So yeah, I so mean, Amazon's yeah. doing a hybrid drone and one of the other guys is suggesting pizza to the neighborhood for drones. Pizza to the neighborhood for yes. drones. What? Um so, you know, people are talking about, you know, using drones for delivery. Yeah. The problem is the fact um, there is no, like, nice spot for the drones to land. Right. You know, did they land in my front yard, my backyard? Like, where do you, you know... Wasn't wasn't Amazon's original idea that, like, you would put down a, a landing mat somewhere? Yes. And it would have to know it's in your yard so that I can't steal your package by putting down a landing mat. So this guy was suggesting that rather than, you know, having everybody have their own landing mat and stuff there, you actually have a delivery driver driving around and your delivery driver would stop in front of your house. The drone would land on the delivery vehicle, drop the package off and start heading back. Why not just have the person drive? Well, this is why they were talking about pizza delivery. You know, rather than having the pizza delivery guy drive to your house, then drive back yeah. to the pizza place, then drive out to house number two, then back to the pizza place, and then out to house number three, and then back to the pizza place. He just goes house to house to house yes. and gets like... And the drones land on his car every time he gets to a new house. So the drones are doing the back and forth motion. The p- delivery driver is just, you know, walking oh, the God. box. But But that means that the delivery driver has to actually, like, just drive. Yeah. Did you ever do pizza delivery? No. I, I delivered like the that... mail, though. <laughs> you did, which is, I guess, this, right? Because you, you didn't go back and forth to the post office. No. You just loaded up your truck and went out. Sometimes you actually had to go back to the uh, the place. The city drivers are like that. The city drivers kind of do smaller loops and then come back and then do smaller loops and then come back. And the, the rural drivers do everything where they load up all at once and then just go out and not come back until... They're done. The end of the day. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's asking a lot of a, a teenager, right? They're not going to be able to go back to the store. They're not going to be able to just, like, hang out for a while. Like, just, nope, go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. That's scary. Okay. It's just, Anything you know, it's, it's, it's a different idea. Yeah. Uh, Amazon's looking at, oh, I should have done this after the Amazon one. I could have done this in a better order. We could have gone Amazon, Amazon satellites, Amazon drones, pizza drones. Sure. Um, but Amazon is doing <laughs> Project Kuiper, where they want to... Project Kuiper. Yes. They want to put 3,236 satellites into low Earth orbit to provide okay. broadband internet. That's a lot of satellites. Yes. And Amazon would like to provide this internet. Yes. How much is Amazon going to charge for this internet? They don't stay because they had just put a filing in for the internet with the International Telecommunication Union saying we would like to do this. Yes. Hmm. So you'll have Amazon's site, uh, satellite internet. You'll have SpaceX's satellite internet. You'll have uh, OneWeb um, having satellite internet. Uh, I think it was Space Norway and yeah, Telsat. Here's the other. Yeah, the other two. Who knew that satellite, plus Facebook is looking at trying to do satellite internet as well. All right. You guys can't all do your own satellite internet. Yes, we don't need an ozone layer. We're just going to build a shell around the <laughs> Earth. No, that's a bad thing, Andy. <laughs> we don't need no stinking sun. Right. Except we, we want to be able to leave the planet. Yeah. But Amazon says that their low Earth system could have a latency as low as 25 milliseconds, which ain't bad for satellite-based communication. Yep, that is indeed not bad at all. 
which I wonder if that's why Amazon's been doing Blue Origin stuff. The launching stuff? Yeah, because they don't have to go up really high if they're just planning on doing, you know... I mean, low Earth orbit is still really high. Uh, They want uh, 784 satellites at an altitude of 367 miles, 1,296 at a height of 379 miles, and 1,156 at 391 miles. So... All right. I guess that's the big thing now, is everybody's doing their own satellite internet. But yeah, no. (laughs) Whoever gets up there first can actually be like, all right, this is our space. You guys have to figure it out. Well, I mean, they all get to do that. Yeah. Just worried about cluttering up. Okay. That's okay. The Air Force will be able to find out where all these satellites are. Yeah, they'll they'll totally track every single one of them. Yeah, totally track every single one of them after they're launched. Shoot. Well, these ones they actually should be able to track, because, like... They're they're going to be far out from each other. Hopefully, I mean, Andy, they track things that are like the size of a wrench. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, anything else that you want to cover? Huh? Anything else that you want to cover? Uh, no, I'm good. Oh, okay. You, you cut out for a sec there. So, oh, that's uh, sorry. Okay, so randoms. It's my random, random review. Random review. Yes. Speaking of space. I yeah. am reviewing the ISS Detector Satellite Tracker app. Okay. So the base app um, allows you to track the International Space Station. Neat. And um, I know we talked about other things like this in the past, like NASA has their ISS tracker and stuff on there. The The nice thing with this, though, is it gives you the possible uh, magnitudes. The brightnesses? Yes. Okay. Which... Um, the more negative the magnitude, the brighter it is. It gives okay. you, you know, on the app, it gives you when sun up, sun down is. It gives you when the um, the viewing window is, and um, it will also send you a notification saying, "Hey, you know, it, you know, ISS is overhead." You know, or it, no, ISS is like going to be overhead within five minutes or so. Ooh. But what's the really nice bit is there is they have a built-in compass and angle finder into the app. Okay. So you go outside, and, you know, if it's going to be happening soon, you're like, okay. So you hit the thing there, and then your little compass shows up, and it's got an arrow saying, hey, you know. In this direction. Yeah, so you just put the phone in front of your face, and then you turn it till the arrow is pointing away from you. And then you start to tilt your phone up, you know, going from, you know, horizontal to vertical, and there's a little yellow dot on there. Mm-hmm. And the dot is based off of the angle. So if you're actually looking, you know, if you put your basically your phone on the tip of your nose and then you follow it up until, you know, the yellow dot and the blue dot intersect and you look, you're basically looking where it's going to appear. Nice. And I actually tried this out last night because, lo and behold, you know, ISS was going overhead that night when I downloaded it. Cool. And I walked outside, and it was a magnitude of a negative 2.8. And I just, you know, was outside for, like, two minutes. It popped up. I'm looking up there. I'm like, hey, look, there's a bright light in the sky that is moving quite fast. And then I compared it with the tracker app, and, you know, I'm standing there with the phone on my nose, and I look up, and it's exactly where it's supposed to be. And I got to see the ISS pass overhead. Cool. So, you know, you don't have to be fancy with your astronomer or you know you know trying to figure that the app does everything for you point the arrow in the right direction tilt it up till the yellow dots on top of the blue dot and boom the iss will be there bob's your uncle there's the iss yep neat so yes the iss detector satellite tracker i will put the amazon or the uh android link in there i do believe there's also one for ios as well so Yep, ISS detector on the App Store. So, there you go. Cool. I'm looking at the live space station tracking map right now. It's in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah, the next good one for us is going to be on Monday, but supposedly <laughs> there's going to be thunder showers as well. Oh. So, heck, I saw it last night, though, so that was kind of neat. Yeah. And they've also got other extensions for other, you know, like other satellites out there and other, you know, fancy space objects. Because if I actually look at the, um, the the compass here right now, it can actually show me things like, you know, hey, Saturn's over here. And, you know, there's Mars over here. So you can find other objects in the sky that's not the ISS. 
and still do the same, you know, point and tilt. So there you go. And it's free. It's got ads, but, you know, what doesn't right. for free apps? So yeah, there you go. The ISS Detector Satellite Tracker. My random review. I I like it. Cool. Any questions else? Easy. No, it sounds easy to use. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, random topic. Yep. We rolled ahead of time. Yes. <laughs> and what is the random topic, Andy? Okay. So, Andy, you, you've had time to think on this. Yes, I have. And, Andy, if someone had to shoot an apple off your head with a bow and arrow, so not even a crossbow. The bow and arrow. Bow and arrow from 50 feet, and you had to select either Dave or Kate to shoot the arrow, who do you pick? And there's another caveat at the end here. They cannot stop shooting until they hit the apple. I, d- oh. I, I, will, I will point out. They never say you have to start by trying to shoot the apple. They just say you can't stop until you shoot the apple. <laughs> Kate thinks it's a bad plan. It is a bad plan. Yeah. There, there is no, like, yeah. There is no good. <laughs> but, I mean, I would turn around away from you and until I figure out how to fire from a bow and arrow. <laughs> I, Kate, you don't know how to fire a bow and arrow, do you? She has fired bow and arrows in the past. Okay. I'd probably go with her, man. <laughs> I fired one I fired one in the basement like ten times and I got close to the target. It also doesn't speculate that I have to be, you know, I can't wear a helmet or a face. Or body guard. armor. Body armor. Yeah. I mean fifty feet, if if we're shooting an arrow fifty feet, it's probably gonna pierce body armor. I I'll just wear really Thick steel. Okay, that yeah, that'll do it. So you're just standing there in steel. Really, like we could we could arrange this such that there is no danger. <laughs> yes. And then it's just who do you think will do it sooner so that you can walk away? <laughs> Not spending you know eight hours just standing there. Yep. Or or maybe you approach this from a different direction, where you are going to be standing there for eight hours. If Kate is also there for eight hours, who's watching Isaac? <laughs> Isaac's probably just wandering around trying to catch all the arrows. I hope not. Well, not like catch them, but, you know, like retrieve them. Okay, so he's like the ball boy, but for arrows. Yes, because he'd been doing uh, recently here. You think he'd, he'd keep entertained with that for eight hours? I don't know. I think you're being generous with eight hours, by the way. Yes. Well, I don't know. This is something that I don't... I, who knows? Probably won't end well, but who knows? Yep. So who is it? Uh, I would probably go with Kate. Okay. I, I can't blame you for that. Well, Kate's dad also has and had an archery range in his basement. Cool. So, it, yeah, in his barn now. It used to be in his basement. Now it's in his barn. So I know, yep. you know. There, there's some familiarity. Yes. I mean, I'm sitting in a room with a bow and arrow on the wall. Yes, but is it there for looks? I mean, it has been used. Yes, but is it there for looks? Currently, yes. Okay. The the ones in the basement, no. But yeah, no, I'm still gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kate. Okay. You you do that. I'll okay. watch Isaac. Alright. Alright? Yep, on that note, that's uh that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>